Content Warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined by Sarge. He's here! I am. I am here. Much like the lion, I have returned. That's my contractually obligated 40k reference for the week. Oh, thank God you made it. Now you'll get paid. And I'm also joined by the mysterious L. Uh, yeah, no funny voices, my beautiful babies, because uh, I'm, t- I'm too busy jumping in there to be confused by this Warhammer 40k reverence. The <laughs> lion has returned. Yeah. Okay. I was just like, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then the, you, you, you beat me to the punch by just being like, this is Warhammer 40k, which is why nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey. I bet Tapper, if Tapper still listens, he knows what I'm talking about. I mean, look, we we get enough we get enough listens every week, fortunately, where it's safe to say that like a couple of people know supporting for fortification. <laughs> all five of you. Uh, all right. I mean, let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's let's not go nuts. Hey, I dialed it back. I almost said a dozen. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, wow, that's that, that's a lot of credit. Henry Cavill's not doing that much work. <laughs> Because everybody loves him, and he does love Warhammer, and he's happy to talk about it. But the problem is that he's never in, like, stuff that people want to see. Like, he was in that yeah. one Mission Impossible movie, and then, like, everything else has been sort of, like, everyone's just like, yeah, we don't know about this. He, he was in <laughs> he was in Dark Snyder's uh, Dark Superman, where Superman lets his dad die, a thing that would never happen in any interpretation of Superman. <laughs> Yeah, he's in the dark, the, the, the dark Snyder universe, not to be confused with the Dark Snyder universe. Those yeah. are way different universes. <laughs> Those are way different. And there's my contractually obligated bastard with two exclamation points reference of the week. <laughs> How do you like me now? Even less people than the Warhammer 40k crowd? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's including the fact that Netflix just did a reboot of that. I, I'm still sure that like one, maybe two people listening or even know what the fuck that might even be. <laughs> I, went, I went deep. You went deeper. You went subterranean. We yeah, because the, still... the point is to alienate as many people that could potentially want to be entertained by us as possible. We just want them to be confused. Yeah. Because that way they'll stop tuning in and they won't get to the part where we have to talk about the depressing fucking news <laughs> oh, of the week. God, it's so depressing <laughs> this week. It's never great, but some weeks it's like less great than others. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it's super crummy. The, 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 this is one of the reasons why QAnon and these kinds of things exist. It's a coping mechanism for the world. I remember uh, Julian's Rum, who's one of my favorite people to mo- content oh, we mine from. Talked about that clown yeah. in months. Oh yeah, he, but there was this. There was this week where there was like a mass shooting and there was a big storm. It was just one of these days where like it was just everything happened in this series of events. And the guy posted, he was like, man, if I didn't know about Q, this this kind of week would have just broken me. And it was like just him knowing that the, the weather event was caused by the deep state using a harp and that he knew the mass shooting was an MK Ultra false flag. All of it just gave him this comfort, just this reassurance that, yeah, the bad guys are hitting us with a lot now, but when the good guys counterpunch, it's going to be sweet and we're going to win and it's all going to work out. And it was just... 
using this alternate reality as a coping mechanism for the actual chaotic nature of the world was something he found very enjoyable. And it's something that I think a lot of QAnon followers find solace in through the, through believing in this stuff is that it's like, Oh, as bad as it is in the end, it's all going to work out. Right. It's kind of like God works in mysterious ways. Only here it's Hillary Clinton using the Harper machine to like attack a city. And eventually she's going to get arrested for it. Oh, and And it's strange that it's strange that they would wrap themselves in the warm blanket of blanket blanket of QAnon (laughs) for that sort of thing. Uh, And mostly because I use, I use distance personally. I mean, it's a callous thing to say, but it is also the truth. Like the 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 warm the warm fuzzy blanket I use to remind myself that I'm going to be okay is literally distance from where the thing was. Because it's like oh, tremendous storm, absolutely devastating, just completely just took like an entire town off the map or whatever. It's just like wow, that sucks. But I mean, that's so far away from me that I'm not going to let that break me. That seems like a weird thing to let break me. And also simultaneously, a mass shooting, which is just like it's headline news this week, but let's be real, we're in America. It could be headline news any week. Uh, it's just like, okay, that also sucks. And I hate that. And hearing about that is the worst. But also, it's going to be tough to break me because it didn't happen to me. So, like, I, you, could, you could have empathy for situations without needing to turn to a conspiracy theory to prevent it from shattering your mind. <laughs> But and I say this to I say this to you, our educated listener who probably doesn't need to be told, and also you, the hate listener who went to the Matrix and were like, "Wow, I can't believe what's happening here. How do we not know that we're living in a computer simulation?" And it's just like, okay, well, okay, I, I'm glad to see you for the first time ever consider something beyond yourself. It's it's astonishing that it took <laughs> the Matrix to do this. I mean, it's just like all the like somehow still Andrew Tate fans are just like, oh, him being arrested for crimes that he committed, that's just proof that he was right and that the fix is in and the, the matrix is real. And it's like, or maybe he actually did the crimes that he was arrested for. Yeah, and- it's, it, conspiracy theories are weird because they're sort of plugging a hole that there shouldn't be. Like they they, they, they like fill like parts in in like people's like self that are normally filled by different coping mechanisms like the like you know just being able to just be like oh that's far away or like what are the odds that's going to happen to me or like that's you know that's just the world we live in or whatever like you know we're all coping in our own way like with stuff as we experience it but for whatever reason conspiracy theory people like that i guess they've got like cracks in their system that they need to fill in with the weird like wool that is like, oh, well, you, it's obvious that all this bad stuff is happening because Moloch is involved. Yeah. It's obviously I mean, Moloch, guys. Obviously, look, look around you. It's so obvious. I don't trust or like the American government either. Uh, there's so many things they've done wrong. Uh, like, it, it, just in my lifetime, like, I watched Waco happen. Janet Reno should be in jail. But I also don't think that the level of corruptness and incompetence in the American government uh, means that there's a secret demon blood drinking pedophile cabal running things. It's, it's forever the, like when you hear hoofbeats, do you immediately think zebra? It it, like conspiracy thing. We've talked about it endless times. It's so baffling. 
like. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the problem with doing a conspiracy theory related show is that we are going to have to talk about how stupid conspiracy yeah. <laughs> <are> a lot. <laughs> One of my favorite things is that our government, the people that are in our government are just incompetent, generally speaking. And it's not this massive plot of all these incredibly genius people playing 12D chess finding ways to fuck over the common man while killing God and ushering in Satan's golden age of demonic rule over all of us. Bill Clinton twice lost the activation device for the nuclear football and hid it from the military for a few months because the the Clinton White House was embarrassed about it. And then eventually the military was like, wait a minute, where's the biscuit? Because that's what they call that device. The football mm. needs a biscuit to be installed in it. And then the Clintons were like, oh, we lost the biscuit. And then they were like, fuck, they had to make a new one. They were like, don't fucking do that again. Yeah. And then a few years later, it happened again. So, I mean, it's just... Yeah, the the American public can't know that our nuclear football, first of all, yes, we call it a football, is it is activated using a uh, biscuit basket system. Yes. It's just like, uh, Mr. President, we need you to put the biscuit <laughs> in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, it's, it's like a code phrase they're like mr president we need you to put the biscuit in the basket and he's just like swish and they're like touchdown because like football <laughs> somewhere there it's, it's like it's every sports metaphor it absolutely is so that way if anybody's listening they're just like it's just two guys talking they're just being guys <laughs> and then the world ends as god intended uh if only we could be so lucky yes <laughs> that uh, okay I have a, a very non sequitur question that I've been thinking about a lot. I'm going to throw it to you guys here at the top while we're fucking around. If you got the death note from anime, like, is Donald Trump the first on your death note list? And what is the most ironic, like, death you could write for him in it? I think COVID. Just straight up Donald J. Trump and the death note, COVID. I love the level of credit you're giving to the listener. You're just like, hey, you listener, you all, obviously you all know what the death note is. <laughs> you know okay. what it is. For the, the, the two of you that don't know what it is, I will say there's an anime in which uh, the uh, there are grim reapers everywhere, and each one has a book called a death note, and they write people's names in it, and that's how uh, death occurs in our world. Uh, and in the, the anime, a normal human uh, gets a hold of it and just begins, like, going on uh, killing criminals spree. And there's it's a whole detective drama. But there was also the live-action Netflix one. I think I, I can get a – I get a – the Death Note isn't too deep. But Yeah. Uh, for a variety of reasons, I'm not going to get into exactly who and why I would uh, would wish Death Upon on if I could. I'm just, uh, it seems like the sort of thing to not want to be on record talking Coward. about. Coward. Uh, I would say that no, Donald Trump is not, I mean, probably not anywhere near the top of that list, if on the list at all, because I would want to use it for petty vengeance that minimizes the chances that I get caught or pursued by an L. So <laughs> <laughs> I only so, have enough room in my life for one L, and I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> what would that, but what would the most ironic, uh, Donald Trump uh, death note death be that you could write in there. I don't know. Like, is there, is there some, can, can you, can you die by eloquence? <laughs> it's just like, a, 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 a Donald Trump shows, shows up to party 
uh, well put together, presentable, not puffy or sweaty at all, gives a rousing, stirring speech that is actually coherent and uh, well, well articulated, and uh, then just expires from that. Like, just his body just transcends out, his, <laughs> or soul just transcends out of his body. He's just like, he doesn't like heart attack or anything. His soul's just like, I did it! He just like escapes like he was a ghost trapped on Earth the whole time. We, we were looking for uh, uh, drowns in urine. Drowns in urine is the uh, correct answer. Yeah, uh, I was almost there, but actually, what I was going to say is, dies of a heart attack after the P tape is released. That Ooh. would be actually what happens. Like it just it just goes out. It just goes out. The it's everywhere on all media at all times. It's real. It happens. And then uh, breaking news like a half hour later, Donald Trump in, ho- in the hospital of cardiac cardiac event. And then a few hours later, is reported he has passed from the cardiac event. So the just- P tape could come out, and he could die of a heart attack, and he would still carry Alabama. Yes. Like, well, easy, easy. Ten points. Uh, it went, d- dead Trump. I mean, Alabama up. loves piss. We've always said this. On the, yeah. that's, that's always been the <laughs> official admission of our stance on the state of Alabama. Yes. Uh, and, uh, like we're 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 starting the GoFundMe right now. The or, or, or the the change dot org petition. <laughs> Rename Alabama State Alabama. We love this. It's on their license plates now. Yep. Yep. Alabama, all about the water sports. That's where where it's at. (laughs) Boom. They love it. They're all about it. I wish we were. I wish we were just famous enough to have like one incredibly diligent listener who takes like crazy notes and can tell us which states we have made sure to go out of our way to fucking just completely shit all over. We have to get all fifty. It's yeah, a, it, it's it's close at this point. I mean the the aggressive the one Dakota campaign. One Dakota, yeah, yeah. Dakota. yeah. It's, it's going to be tough when we get to some states, though. Like, yeah. what the fuck do you even say about Arizona? It's, it's like, is it is it even a thing? There we go. <laughs> Boom! Check Arizona off the list. <laughs> oh, because of Haley, we crush Arizona all the time. Arizona. Yeah, I, chose, I chose like a weird state for that one. We destroy Arizona all the time because they constantly have an abundance of stuff to talk about. The problem is our one Dakota campaign has done a great job of just cutting out most of the incredibly boring states. Yeah. So I, I sort of painted myself into a corner. <laughs> anyway, our, our nonsense segment has gone on like five minutes longer than it's supposed to. So let, let's let's roll out into our amuse-bouche. <laughs> it's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bouche. One of these days we'll do a podcast and we won't fuck it up in some way. And then, and then we can retire. And then our souls can leave our body like Donald Trump. <laughs> Yes. Uh, anyway, a booze boost topic number one for the week. Uh, apparently, there was a medical scare for our uh, person of interest, because <laughs> I don't want to say friend of the podcast. Yes. Uh, praying of- medic. <laughs> per- per- person that we talk about on the podcast because they are not a friend. They are an enemy. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what happened to praying medic? So a uh, praying medic uh, reported that he was having some sort of heart problems and he had to go to the hospital and get a looky loo at the old ticker because uh, that's kind of spicy. When that so so that his connection to God or his medical training helped him. He was just like, hey, my heart hurts and God nor my own training can't save me. So going to get a second or third opinion, <laughs> I guess. Right. Praying medic did not use his $120 faith healing class to heal his heart. Instead, he ran to medical professionals professionals who then did medical science upon him and after administering some drugs to him dr autumn springwater please reiki the heart out of me or whatever (laughs) reiki my problems away yes get your magnets and copper bands on like 
Yeah. Align some chakras. Let's go. Drink some piss. That's a thing they do, right? Yes. Yes. Oh man, I'm glad. I'm glad this week's podcast is piss themed. I was dreaming of that. I was so hopeful. I knew you were. That we were finally going to have an aggressively urine based podcast. Was Was Pragmatic one of the the piss drinkers? No, no. There's there is a shockingly small number of. QAnon piss drinkers in the community. <laughs> it's, very, it's very it's very frustrating. There's a shockingly small number of yeah. QAnon piss well, drinkers. I mean, you've you've got medic who's got the faith healing class. You've got Jordan Sather who's who's telling people to drink bleach, and was recently like selling oregano as a cure. He was like, oregano oil kills COVID, and I'm like, really, oregano? That's your. I almost spit plan? my coffee. Oregano oil cures COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so and Mike Michael Flynn, fucking Michael Flynn just came out with ivermectin cures you of the vaccine. If you've got the vaccine and you've got all that bad RNA shit in you, right? But the the COVID will get rid of the R the mRNA. It'll it'll cure you of it. You will you will no longer shed spike proteins and kill your loved ones if you take some horse paste. So and, th- these are all well and good, but I'm assuming that praying medic, praying medic went to a building and asked a science believer to be put into an assortment of bizarre futuristic machines that are supposed to diagnose an illness. Yeah, yep, exactly. So yeah, he got diagnosed, he was treated, he's now back to having dreams about ham radios, which is his life. And my favorite part about all of this was that uh, our boy, Jordan Sather, who I just mentioned a minute ago, he posted uh, like a quote tweet, like praying medics kind of banged up folks thoughts and prayers. Let's hope he turns it around. because He's an important part of our community. And you can just see the kayfabe melt away when this shit happens. Because <laughs> if, if like some famous person was sick from something and Sather didn't have a personal connection to them and he wanted to make a buck off their plight, he'd be like, Oh man, this guy's banged up. But if he was drinking some of my bleach or taking some of my regular oil, he'd be in tip top shape in no time. But because Sather actually knows Medic and they're bros in the grifter sphere, he's going to tell Medic, hey, Medic, drink some bleach, have some oil, uh, align your chakras, do something. Don't, don't, go to the, don't go to that hospital. They get paid money to kill people. He does, like All the stuff they say about medical silence just vanishes. It just goes away. Yeah, the once moment- he was actually sick. Yeah, yeah, once once one of their own is actually in trouble. Oh no, you see you you see a fucking real doctor right now and you get treated. You you get healthy and well by using real science. The moment you get back, we'll go back to faith healing and oregano oil yeah. and, and, and 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 sheep drench and all the other sh- quack shit we're killing our audience with. But when you're in trouble, buddy, you go to the hospital and you see a real doctor. That's how this works. Go ahead and drink some ivermectin. Uh, fucking piss, bleach, oregano oil—all things they like. One, one or another QAnon promoter has said will fix you. Right. It's it's so funny to me just how when when shit hits the fan, you just drop all pretenses. And right after this is over, they'll just go right back to what they were doing before. They'll just go right back to uh, mainstream medical science is toxic. The vaccine kills people. Doctors are paid to put you on a ventilator and blow your lungs out. Yeah. Just all of it. All of it. Like they, there's And and their audience will just accept it. They'll just nod and go along because uh, they don't want Predigmeg to die. And they kind of know that when you're dying, you see a doctor. That's how that works. 
I do, hence why I have this death note. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love, how, I love how in the irony. fiction of that world, it would just mean that there is like some like bored ass death god that's up there just right dead a bunch of fucking like Tammy Lynn horse paste, uh, Peter G P- Peter G horse paste, uh, Alabama Slim horse paste, it just like <laughs> going down just uh, like all these dumb people just hey you know what decided not to vaccinate and just ditto marks down like a whole couple of pages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even you don't even do anything different. Just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like you know, it is what it is. In some ways, it's a self-correcting problem, but we're not supposed to talk about that part because that makes you sound like a monster. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll avoid. We'll continue to avoid talking about that part, or will we? <laughs> uh, no, we will because we have to move on to talk about uh, a different sort of cannibalism. Uh, True, the vote uh, deciding to take it to itself. Uh, so, Mike, what's going on inside the hallowed halls of True the Vote? Surely, surely something so strong could not start to, to fracture. Oh, oh, Lord. So our, our friends at True the Vote, Catherine and Greg, are dealing with a lot of hot, hot heat coming at them from other grifters on Truth Social and also from Connect, who were based, the, the victims of True the Vote's big scam where after 2000 mules came out and true the vote was promising we're going to release all the data to show you how the mules were operating and where they were going and what they were doing and we're going to totally validate dinesh's movie and we're going to do it at this event called the pit and it's going to be great and then they brought all these QAnon promoters to the pit to want to get the hot hot information and as soon as they showed up greg and Catherine were like well we don't have the cell phone data but what we do have is connect they're the new bad guys. Hate them. My and, God, they're gonna they're gonna take a lot of market share from the Lego brick company. We know it. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna be part of the big three. It's gonna be fucking Duplo, Lego, and then <laughs> caught it, caught it in my throat. <laughs> but uh, so what happened was. Um, there was a bunch of crazy shit that occurred from this point on to catch people up to the story. The the founder of Connect got indicted in Los Angeles, and then True the Vote got sued in civil court by Connect in Texas. The Los Angeles case against Connect got thrown out, their CEO, and there is some concern that maybe someone in LA's uh, DA office was pilled and that they got this information from True the Vote. That's why they decided to take a shot at the champ. Um, but Connect's lawsuit against True the Vote is ongoing. And the new news that is coming out from that lawsuit is that Connect is now demanding the names, numbers, and addresses of everyone who attended the pit. Because the pit was literally just a meeting to disseminate disinformation against Kinect that True the Vote hosted <laughs> and brought these people in to nice. then like slander True the Vote. So, I mean, slander Kinect. So, Kinect's like, we want the names of all those people because, like, literally, they were sent here to be given false information and then to broadcast that to the world in an effort to destroy us. So, we want all of them. And and according to the stuff that I was reading on Truth Social, uh, Truth the Vote has at least rolled over on two of the attendees of the pit and given away their information. So this has led to a lot more arguing and infighting. Someone posted Catherine's uh, business address on Truth Social. Uh-oh. 
which Greg then had a stroke about was like, this is doxing. And if Truth Social doesn't pull this down right now, we're leaving this platform. Uh, their buddy and um, enemy of the podcast in the Matrix was like, <laughs> if Truth if Truth Social doesn't stop, I'm also leaving. So now people are getting ready to take their ball and go home. They're going to leave their safe space because they were triggered on Truth Social. And uh, another little fun bit, which uh, for people who paid the extra $5 a month, listen to Mule's Errand, boom, plug. Um, we talked in that uh, documentary review that we did about how they used a map of Moscow to represent Atlanta in the movie, which makes <laughs> no sense. Yeah. And also is incredibly stupid. Uh, recently, someone brought that to Greg's attention and Greg said, oh yeah, Dinesh put that Moscow map in the movie as a witty little jape, as a little joke. A bon mot. Uh, yes, exactly. And the person replied to Greg and said, you realize that was like poisoning the well even before like this all started, that you used a fake map. And then Greg replied, F-O, because he's too Christian to actually type out fuck off. So... <laughs> Um, there are because um, I'm with a community of people that are way in the weeds, debunking two thousand mules and arguing with all kinds of internet trolls, and there are people out there who to this day deny that that is a map of Moscow. So now you have Dinesh and Greg on the record as both saying yes, it is a map of Moscow. That is a real thing that we put in that movie. Wow, was, turncoats. Yes, traitors. It is the real truth. Fucking got them. Yeah, <laughs> the mules must have got to them. Somebody paid them a hefty sum. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They're hiding the real truth. I'm not saying that if you say if you see Tadesh walking down the street with a like an oversized stuffed messenger bag, that you should <laughs> tackle him in the name of democracy. <laughs> yes. Why would I ever say that? <laughs> L's subtle that way. It's all inference. That's he, he... yeah. I mean, we we all know that I don't believe in mules. Nope. Or do nope. I? <laughs> <laughs> Never seen. No, one. I don't. <laughs> but it is another way for me to segue into our next boost topic. So I'm going to take it and we're going to go and talk about our good friend, Elon Musk, who I, I'm getting, I'm getting f the fatigue. Uh, I wish he was, his, his self implosion would just finish. If it I wish it would up. just terminate. Like, I just want him to suck himself into his own little black hole. And I don't care how that happens. If, if, if his, if his quote unquote losing ends up just him having to like, fuck off from the public eye only being a hundred millionaire then so be it i just want him to go away <laughs> yeah yeah so our boy elon uh first of all the first thing he did that was really funny was he declared that twitter has a value of 20 billion dollars right now <laughs> which is, well i think it's a sick, sick return on investment didn't he just buy it for what was it 4.4 billion dollars uh 44 billion dollars you misplaced the decimal point there my friend. <laughs> yes yeah, so his so his evaluation is that he he has spent more than double the worth of the of the property that he owns right now, and normal rational people at when, before Elon bought the company pegged its actual value at thirteen billion, and that was before he took out billions and billions of dollars in interest on loans in order to obtain this property that is now hemorrhaging money left and right. So. so all the pie in the sky nonsense, all of it, 
for his failing, slowly becoming, uh, or quickly becoming Gab 2.0 hellscape of a website is best case scenario, he's out half the value. Re- reality wise, he's probably, probably paid, I don't know, 10 or 20 times more than what Twitter is worth at this moment because all the advertisers are fleeing. Twitter blue is not a thing that actually generates revenue. It doesn't actually work. Um, it is incredible how this is operating. And uh, allegedly on April 15th, he's just going to get rid of all non-paid for blue check marks. Yeah. Just, and yeah. The, the for you section will only be blue check marks after that. So it'll only be paid users. It w- <laughs> in the uh, the For You side of Twitter. And most paid blue accounts have less than a thousand followers. And it's just like, it's been a hell site for a while. It's just turning more and more Mad Maxian by the day. Elon backtracked very quickly on that and then said, oh yeah, by the way, you'll also have follow the people you follow in your For You section because you did request them. So like, the, what he actually wanted, he realized that he was going to get annihilated for doing what he wanted, so he immediately had to retreat and... Oh yeah, if, if the For You section is just a bunch of chubs who are willing to pay for Twitter being able to blast their nonsense at me, then I'm just going to uninstall that shit immediately. I don't, I don't yeah. use it enough for that to be worth the ride. Fuck oh. no. Oh my <laughs> God, the thing that's really funny is like I will scroll my timeline a bit for Twitter, but a lot of times I just go to the people I follow and just read their feeds directly because that's always the way I've like handled Twitter because I don't trust my feed at all. Like, because so many people will tell me they'll be like, "Hey, poker, I haven't seen your shit in my feed for like a month. I don't know what's going on." So I've never trusted my feed. I always am just like, "Oh, I enjoy this guy's commentary." I'm going to click on him and check his timeline because I just think that like either following or for you either way, I don't think I'm actually getting everything I want to see on Twitter, which is basically like four guys, political commentary, uh, sports headline, breaking news stuff. And that's really about it. That's really what I care. Uh, about. Yeah. People get shadow banned all the time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of adult content workers uh, get shadow banned no matter how like tame their stuff on Twitter is. Uh, a lot yeah, which is a bummer because it means now I almost never see any boobies or butts I on know. my feed. I used to see a lot of boobies and butts. I was <laughs> I wasn't looking for it, but it would just arrive, and it would be I would be like I'm thankful for this. But uh, the like the the Twitter files are uh, we have we have it confirmed now that certain accounts were getting actively promoted and one of them was cat turd too yeah, uh, oh yeah yeah cat turd to um glenn greenwald and then there were some libs in there aoc was getting promoted yeah they had a, the, the, the vip list as they called it you know what sarge i'm glad you brought back uh, I brought, i'm glad you brought up cat turd too because i i wanted to talk about this in the bush uh i saw some photos floating around on the on the twitter being shared that were purported to be of that man and uh, it's probably not to that man's credit that I am incapable of telling whether or not those photos have been like modified by AI or Photoshop or whatever. <laughs> so either way, very unflattering and unfortunate. Certainly not the gentleman's best work, I'm sure. <laughs> it, no. 
And I love and and Cat Turd, our boy, is now one of Trump's major polling sites. Uh, Cat Turd had a poll on Twitter, and Trump was crushing DeSantis, and Trump retweeted it. Oh, yeah. We're retweeting. Boom! Look, Cat Turd two says I'm winning. Hashtag MAGA. It's like, oh my god, really? He's boy, probably Donald. just excited because the gentleman's head looks like a crystal ball. So who, who <laughs> yeah. better? Who better to know a future? I mean, the photo I saw, he literally had no you know, earlobes. I commented as such. <laughs> yes. I also went back to the well later because uh, I, I thought of it even better. When I said it looked like he was an, inter- an image generated by Dolly Maxi. Bazinga. <laughs> it's topical because everybody hates AI, AI art. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God. Yes. So we have now just elon driving this site even harder into the ditch than previous it's one of the funniest things about it is that i go on true social and there's still so many QAnon promoters that are whining they can't get back on and half of them are like i'm back on twitter Woo! and it's again there's this QAnon is a crab bucket everyone's out for themselves I have seen no QAnon promoter being like, I got my Twitter account restored. Thank you, based Elon. But until all QAnon promoters I love are free, I will abstain from using Twitter. <laughs> nope. The moment they get the, the moment they get their Twitter account reinstated, they're like, fuck Truth Social. Fuck this dump. Boom. I'm back on the front lines of the digital battlefield. Ah, I did it. I made it, baby. It's just, it's a, I mean, MTG uh, managed to get herself restricted, suspended. Based on her comments with yeah uh, yeah yeah bad, 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 bad. you drop with the gun there chief super hey, chief we're still, we're talking about Twitter yeah yeah and, yeah. Yeah. and you are about to try to segue into our headline and that's and that 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 is a thing that requires a bump in between <laughs> tap so let's I guess just do that now seamless from the digital headlines to the digital front lines it's cues in the news perfect what segue who. <laughs> Notice she didn't get herself banned, just suspended. And uh, I saw a couple tinfoil hat theories that Elon is the one behind suspending her so that he can unsuspend MTG and be the the free speech hero. And I don't totally disbelieve that. Well, the thing about that is, is that it's Elon's thing. So even if it was some evil, woke, liberal working at Twitter, at the end of the day, he's still the one that is in charge of it. He's still the one that has to make these decisions and allowed the ban to go through. Because they had, during the Twitter files where they were trying to make it out, to be, oh, Twitter was so leftist and doing all these things, they made it clear that like libs of TikTok and other people had special sort of things where if they broke terms of service – you had to go to upper management to talk to them about it because it, it just wasn't a kind of thing where like you as a manager could see a terms of service violation on that account and be like, okay, g- give them a 24 hour timeout. They're doing a wrong thing. Like, nope, they got a special flag. You have to run it up the flagpole to make sure it's okay to, to time out this person. Cause they're 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 They got the gold club. They got the VIP status. They're excellent. Yeah. And it's just, so I just don't, I, I just don't see that because it's what you're saying is a lot of what a lot of QAnon promoters love to do in order to apologize for why they don't have their Twitter accounts back. I truth hammer, another one of our favorite idiots to fucking laugh at. He was doing, he posted a thing where like, Elon, you need to fire more people at Twitter. I still don't have my account back. What's going on? And it's like, 
you don't have your account back because Elon doesn't know who the fuck you are. That's what it is. Like, yeah. no one's in his ear telling him, oh, you need to get Truth Hammer back on here. Whereas somebody told him who in the Matrix was. Somebody told him who War Nurse was, which, Jesus Christ, War Nurse is a really fucking niche Q- QAnon account. But somehow... Elon got the message, put them back on Twitter, and he did. And that's how this works. Is If he finds out that you're a dumb right-wing shit weasel and you will say things that Elon thinks will generate controversy and attention, you get your account reinstated. Jordan Sather's back on Twitter. So it's like... We'll see how sorry, long that lasts. Forever. Elon's keeping these people for forever. Even, yeah. even, when Jordan, even when Jordan does his drink bleach every day for a month challenge and gets people killed, Elon's just going to be like, free speech, got to do it. Hey, distributing medical misinformation is just the price of doing business in a First, America, First Amendment society that is a freedom America democracy, but we're really a republic or whatever the fuck you would say. So it's that's just uh it's just it's just really silly that anyone's and, and that the evil the evil woke people that elon hasn't fired yet is why i don't have my account back or why marjorie got suspended for a few hours just children children's blaming the devil for for why an all-powerful god can't do what he wants yeah well they're they're blaming everyone for our main headline right now uh, on Twitter, uh, so oh, are, are we good? Did, did we, apparently, we had three more minutes of Elon Musk talk in the tank yeah. after my my subtle segue to our headline news segment. So I figured I was just gonna let y'all get it out of your system. We're good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> the three minute, the three minutes post bump. Yes, right. we have headline news to talk about. <laughs> yeah, come on, Look, yes. you can jump in anytime. No, no, no. It's it's, it's been previously to say shut the fuck up about Elon Musk, play the bump, and then you talk about Elon Musk for three more minutes. <laughs> I, I I think Elle's role as the scold is important, and I appreciate and respect it. So I'm 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 okay. I've been chastened. I am I am humbled. Someone's got to have their hand on the brake. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. So. Okay, especially because with like the we we can't delay it forever. We have to talk about the shooting this week. Yeah. So secondary content warning. There's all sorts of shit that goes into this. It's like a weird Venn diagram of culture war and gender politics and national tragedy. So uh, all sorts of weird shit, all sorts of landmines. So we're, we're going to talk about it as best we can without trying to offend anyone or you know be too grim. But we again, we are we're. Not journalists. This is supposed to be a comedy show, so we're going to try to keep it light in places, and that isn't to make light of the situation. Anyway, unfortunately, as is de rigueur in our country, uh, there was a mass shooting event in Nashville, in the state of Tennessee, I, I believe. Unless it was this is this is where Mike jumps in. It's just like, nope, it was Nashville, Florida. What a weird, <laughs> what a weird place. Yeah, because I'm not actually looking at a fact sheet. This is just all off the top of the dome. Uh, and, uh, apparently, uh, it was, uh, I believe that currently the, the, the body count is six people, three children and three adults were unfortunately shot to death by a person aggrieved at their former scholastic institution. Uh, and unfortunately that person, as far as I know, as far as has been reported that I've seen identified as transgender, uh, which means that from our point of view, we have to talk about cues, of course, measured and perfectly normal response to this bit of information. So I'll turn it over to Mike to tell us, Mike, certainly they didn't lose their fucking minds over this, did they? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Boy, I was lucky I was able to stifle that cough. That was going to be a real long cough button pause in between you throwing it to me and this not going anywhere. But 
so QAnon and the right have immediately seized upon the fact that the shooter identified as trans as a as proof that trans people are monstrous, violent psychopaths who are evil and cannot be trusted. This is basically back in the good old days of America, whenever, whenever a horrible mass shooting would happen and you'd have right-wingers really hoping the shooter was Muslim so that they could condemn another out-group for being a bunch of violent sociopath lunatics who will never assimilate into our culture and thusly can be demonized in perpetuity. The New York Post ran their headline, which literally said, trans shooter attacks school. Uh, and it was like, why did you feel the need to immediately identify the shooter as trans? Did, was any other mass shooting involving you saying white cishet male commits mass shooting at school? No, of course not, because you didn't think that was relevant. But yeah, yeah you, you wanted to get it out there real quick that this shooter was trans and that we should hate trans people just because they're objectively bad and evil and amoral and sick. Yeah. I love how the headline should, would, would, should be finally it happened. Fuck them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's just another thing, another thing that these people think that they can come and take away from a white male, like not on our watch, not on our watch. And, uh, and then I saw, of course, there were a bunch of people posting um, videos of trans people, with AR-15s talking about their gun collections, talking about all this kind of stuff. And they were like, look at look at these violent extremist weirdos. And it's just, and I'm just sitting there thinking, well, originally I had made the statement that the Second Amendment is a whites-only amendment. I now have to amend that to it's now a white cishet male amendment because nobody else is allowed to have a gun in America legally. How, how do you explain all those Christmas photos of whole-ass conservative crazy families, every member standing for the Christmas tree with an assault rifle? Oh, yeah, don't <laughs> worry. Some people have brought that up. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I mean, look, the easiest thing on Earth to do is to, to bring up the hypocrisy of the American conservative, and likely the conservative the world over. I just don't know. Uh, but uh, again, I've said it before, and I will continue to say it, they're immune. They're immune to facts and evidence. They are immune to the, the, the feeling that is supposed to wash over you when you are confronted with the fact that you are being hypocritical. When someone's just like, hey, it is fucked up that you believe that and also this. Like a regular normal person is supposed to just be like, oh, I feel kind of gross because that is like dissonant. But these people, they do not get that feeling. They do not give a fuck. Nope, not in the slightest. They're just like, hey... Yeah, I should have a gun, and that person shouldn't have a gun because I'm good and they're bad. There's yeah, no th their spin on this is going to be like, I'm going to need my AR-15 protect to protect me from those armed transgenders. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, <laughs> if anything, they need to arm themselves from you. Because if you look at the statistics, it's much more likely that you are going to kill them. <laughs> yeah. But I'm only killing them because I got to defend America, freedom, democracy, traditional values. And I'm, again, it just comes down oh, to. Also, don't, don't come to me with your science and your studies and your statistics and facts and figures and knowledge. No, none of that. All you need to know is what I see with my own two eyes on the news that I choose to accept from sources that I choose to trust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Also, uh, there was a post on Twitter from a Chan troll using a Chan troll handle that uh, I'm not even going to not even going to try to explain the handle because it's unbelievably racist and terrible. 
But basically, it was just a, uh, a troll who posted a photo of a trans person with a gun talking about how they wanted to murder everybody because they're just a hateful lunatic monster, as all trans people are. And the actual trans person, who is an MMA fighter named Alana McLaughlin, she said, another sock puppet trying to stir up anti-trans violence using my pictures. Please report them. And then the, the account did get suspended. But it, their their tweet got retweeted by all the typical right wing shitheads, and Breitbart then even re, re uh, wrote an article posting, oh, and then this person on Twitter had a photo of them with a gun talking about how they wanted to kill all good Americans and blah blah blah, and it's and this is one of those things where it's like, did Breitbart fall for the hoax, or did Breitbart know it was a hoax? It was like, fuck it, we don't care. This this encourages anti trans hatred. Let's just go for it. We don't give a shit. So regardless, the the reaction to this particular bit of information regarding the shooting, you know what I mean? Because like there's yeah. a lot going on in an event like this. Like, you know, especially it was just like it was premeditated. There was a manifesto. The person in question went to the school previously and like may have had like a grievance with the school. It was a religious school. So there may have been like a religious grievance. And, you know, for the... Uh, for obvious reasons, they're not releasing the manifesto, so we don't know for sure, and we might not not ever know for sure. But there's a lot of stuff going on. Predictably, all the Republicans saw when the the information was presented to them was, "Hey, it is an opportunity for us to talk about how much we hate trans people for no good fucking reason." So, like, the, now we have a reason to hate all of them, right? Like, look at what this one of them did. And again, because they're immune to hypocrisy, you can't point out that. This is not very common, <laughs> but and it's just like, uh, I hate that. I hate that we live in a uh, we live in a society where it, like it's just so predictable. My response to this at our group chat was like to to post the headline that had revealed that the person in question was trans, and then that gif from the office, a show that I do not like, but it does have a very good screaming no gif. <laughs> Which I posted because I just knew. I knew we were going to have to talk about it on the show. And I knew it was just going to be a bunch of conservative wackadoos like sharpening their knives for people who were already like ab- like a- above average being injured and killed across the country for just being who the fuck they are. It's so crazy. Yeah. I hate it so much. Ugh. This is yeah. this, this is this is why we 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 waited for a bit to get into the headline news yeah. this week. It's, it's always so grim to talk about one of these mass shooting events. Yeah, and another thing that these assholes have done is there was a protest scheduled uh, in, in support of trans rights in front of the Supreme Court, and there is a event known as the Trans Day of Remembrance, where it's basically just remembering trans people who've suffered and died as a result of anti-trans bigotry in America and the world. And it's a day to remember them. And this uh, event that was going to be held in front of the Supreme Court was called the Trans Day of Vengeance because the Supreme Court has been fucking with minority uh, rights and trans people for forever. And this was supposed to be trans people being like, hey, now we're going to yell at you. And this is going to be like your day of reckoning for your bigotry and your hatred of us. And this was scheduled for uh, April 1st. And of course, this shooting happens a few days before that. So now the right takes this uh, uh, this gathering and they're just like, oh, look, the trans people are coming with vengeance, with hatred, with like the desire to injure and damage and kill us. And it's like, no, they were coming to protest the Supreme court for being bigots. And um, 
you, you unfortunately for the situation, you were able to take the word vengeance and then try to create a blanket statement that trans people want vengeance against everybody, against the world itself. And that's that's not what the point of it was. So it's just it's just one of these things that's just like so bleak because these people just look to manufacture outrage, man, look to sow division in society, look to punish an outgroup, look to just be as hateful as possible. And this event gave them an opening. It gave them an opportunity to do this shit and to claim righteousness. And that's what's yeah. like so appalling about it. Yeah, and also, you know, you could just see the, the wave of shit coming from a mile down the pipeline. And, you know, it's unfortunately being, you know, of of the, the the privileged majority. I'm just sitting there and I'm just like I'm just like, oh my god, these people that are already fucking marginalized and suffering, like that like I could just see I could just see it coming down the pipe. There's nothing I can individually do to stop it. No. I'm just like I'm just watching it come down the pipeline. I'm just like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, it sucks so bad. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're you're just you're you're you at a distance are watching an avalanche come down on a group of people, and you're just like, "Fuck, that is so bad." Like, there's yeah, there's not, not, nothing anyone can do. That snow's just flying down that hill, and there that that's gonna be real we, bad. It's, yeah, I guess the best we could do is use our platform to just you know try to yeah. educate people, and continue to remind people that. Uh, the the conservatives are the ones that are in the wrong here. Like, yeah, Tra- so. trans people across America are attacked are being attacked on every single front right now. Their their rights, like yeah, and every once in a while you'll encounter somebody who's really angry and the like you know a trans person who's like really angry and they'll say, they're saying some angry shit like the same way you do whatever you're dealing with any marginalized group who's fighting back, and it's just like yeah man like of course like why wouldn't they be angry. <laughs> like it's like it's like you can't yeah. really hold that against them even if you do encounter somebody who's just like yeah fuck you you suck like you suck and it's because you're just a white dude and i'm not about that life you're like you fuck you and it's just <laughs> like oh well i didn't specifically do anything to you but it is hard to judge you for feeling that way because you've probably been fucked over a lot by people that look exactly like me so yeah. fair enough <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like I was at work and our waitresses have new uniforms that are like dresses and someone made a joke to me. They were like, hey, sooner or later, your uniform's going to be a dress. <laughs> and I told them that one of the female managers, when we were talking about uniforms, that the men got measured for pants and she did not get measured for pants and that she was very worried that she was going to be given a skirt to wear as her uniform instead of that and i said if you get assigned a skirt i will wear a skirt with you and i told those guys that and they one of them just said well they can't stop you and i could just feel the venom yeah draining away from him when i just said that i didn't care if i was wearing a dress or i would wear a skirt in solidarity with my female employee if she was being assigned a skirt because she's a woman and the men were being assigned pants because they were a man and it was just like damn it my my thing about you wearing a dress like should have like made you feel ashamed or funny or something but the fact that you took it in stride no wrong and it was just like also if they demand that she wears a skirt and don't give her the option to wear pants uh you can just go to an employment lawyer and they will just hear a cash register noise being oh, made yeah, again absolutely. and again. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. But I'm just saying, it was like really funny. Yeah, it was. Just, it was just like, yeah. So it's just one of these things where you see people and they just have this. They have this notion. They have this idea in their head about like the about trans people, about people that are mm-hmm. other, that are different or bad. But I. I knew I, – I may have told this story on the podcast before, but I knew a trans person who um, we had a, a, a rapport where they joked about being my dad That because I had brought right. up to the fact that I didn't have a father. They joked about being my dad. One thing led to another, and eventually I saw them after they transitioned – and I just asked them and I said, so are you still my dad? They're like, nope, I'm your mom now, but I'm going to be tough on you. And that was it. And when that person went and came into the room and played poker and hung out, no one cared. No, they had no reaction at all. And it's just that kind of thing where it's like they're evil, they're deviant until you know one of them. And then you just, it, the, all the preconceived notions you have just kind of go away. It all just doesn't matter. And I think that's really something that I think it's why gay rights got we, we we speed run gay rights compared to how like how blacks and civil rights that movement took like a century. But like gay marriage went from like being banned in a decade later. It's like, no, that's fine. We're good because people just like found out, wait a minute, gay people aren't monsters. They aren't groomers. They aren't trying to turn our kids oh. gay. They're, they're also, they're, stereotypical, though, a lot of it was and like obviously it didn't age super well. Uh, I th- I feel like like popular media was really friendly to like like in the terms of like introducing like gay people to regular Americans. You know what I mean? Like your, your CBS mm-hmm. sitcom crowd. Like and of course like once again I do need to stress I do know that when you look at that shit now it looks very cartoonishly bad, but yeah. it was better than the nothing that we were getting before. Like at the very least they were sort of just like making they're normalizing it. You know, in, oh, in a I way that how like, you, you haven't seen a lot. Bill and Grace was. Yeah, Will and Grace, Ellen show, like like yeah. when when she came out, like killed her career for a while there. Even though it turns out that she was kind of a shitbird anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> but what are you gonna do? Like gay people, they're just like the rest of us, including sometimes they suck. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, but I I think that like that's the thing is that just having representation, running into people. I remember someone talking about how. They had a father and two uncles who l- listened to Rush at Limbaugh three hours a day, just that kind of angry, miserable person. And the moment they ran into someone who was trans in their com- in their community, in, the- in their little social circle, they got over it. They just accepted that person, and that yeah. was life. And it's just that kind of thing where it's just like... You hit the nail on the head. Representation matters, and this is why representation matters. It's very hard to hate someone when you know them as a person and not as a concept. And there's all these like far right shippers that are just starting all these culture wars because they need an other and being trans and gay is the other that they have chosen lately. Absolutely. Now for the record, uh, it it does still totally suck that this person decided that they were going to do their, their shoot up a school thing. That's kind of shit. That's Oh yeah. Oh, um, checks notes not ideal i've written here on nope. the notes nope. she like a lot of uh shooters it seems to have been suffering uh quite a bit of mental trouble 
and seems like she was not able to get the help she needed and was still able to buy six guns, seven guns before the school shooting in the, the time before. There, also, stop watching lot... around the body cam footage, you ghouls. Yeah. Everybody needs to calm down. Everybody calm oh. the fuck down. <laughs> oh, man. So the, the, that was one of the other things that happened here was you got the, the truthers. Because these uh, people, already. they, they yeah. can't help themselves. Um, oh my are, god! I did. The, what's the, what's the what's the conspiracy theory? What's the truth or conspiracy theory? Okay, so the the first thing that happened, the first one I saw was someone complaining about the the shoes the shooter was wearing. <laughs> on the on the security camera footage, they looked one way, but in other photos, they looked a different way. They're like, "Why is the shooter got different shoes?" And this was one of the all-timer greatest moments in dumb QAnon history where you had Jordan uh, Bleach Boy Sather uh, debunking Julian's rums bullshit and being like, Julian, the shoes are the same. It's just the, the video quality on the closed caption on the, on the, on the closed, on, on the, on the security footage is just different. They're, they're the same shoes. Calm down, buddy. And Julian, and Julian had to take the L. He had to admit that Jordan Sather was right about something, which is like, oh my God, you have, you've gone way astray. If you're in a situation where you're like, you know, Jordan Sather's the voice of reason, reason here. He's, he's right on the money on this one. Yeah, but what about the shoes, Mike? <laughs> Mike but who was phone? And then there was another guy that was complaining about the shootout where they were like, where's the blood spatter? Where's the pools of blood? What is going on? And again, it's like it, probably the camera just wasn't high res enough to catch all that stuff. And maybe the carpet's dark and that's why the blood doesn't like show up on it. Calm down, buddy. Like yeah. not, not, this is what happens when you get into this world and you just start trying to decode everything and you just work yourself into a lather where nothing is real, everything is fake, everything is staged, and you're the only smart one. You're the only crinkly-brained person out there who can see through the matrix and know the truth. Because I remember having an argument with a Damar Hamlin truther, and there was this TikTok video that they linked where a guy explained how when Damar Hamlin had the heart attack on the field, the ambulance wasn't real. It wasn't an ambulance. He, it, the ambulance wasn't real? Yeah, he wasn't loaded into an actual ambulance. He was like li just literally loaded into like a wagon that had a back on it or something. It was just like a truck with a square attached to it, like a, like a trailer. And it's it's just that kind of stuff that people just the conspiracy theory is both the world is run by a global group of satanic pedophiles, but it's also down to the minutia where they got the shooters on the set on the on the body of the mass shooter wrong, or they didn't pool the blood right, or there wasn't an advertisement on the ambulance, so it wasn't a real ambulance. Or they got the camera angle wrong so you could see when, like, the best boy ran out there and switched over the shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that what a best boy does? That's one of the great yeah. mysteries of life. I don't know what a best boy does. It's, but. I mean, it's like Knowledge Fight talks about the wet cement theory and that these conspiracy theorists, they have to get in while the cement is still wet and, like, get their disinformation in and, like... Well, I heard this back when there's still a lot of room for disinformation. Because, like... Back before people find out that nobody's uncle works for Nintendo. Yeah. Well, while Elle was talking, I brought up CNN. And uh, the the police chief in the town has already said that the shooter 
did not have any particular problem with that school. She had just targeted it and planned that, that they're, they're already releasing more information. And we already have more better information that literally came out this morning. And so, yeah, it's the wet cement. They got to move in and like get their like truth or nonsense in while it can still have a chance of making sense. And and it and that be and it also then bakes into it where yeah. you, people remember. Oh, I remember the day of the shooting. This was like one of the things that made me like a crazy conspiracy theorist back in my good old days was the fact that uh, I remember and when Oklahoma City happened that they had like two suspects. They had like the drawing of McVeigh, then they had the drawing of another person. Right. And once McVeigh got caught, they never brought up that second person again. And that was the kind of thing where it's like my brain was just like. They're hiding something. They never brought up that second guy. What's going on? And then I just realized that, like, that's what happens in that first 48 hours of bullshit is just all kinds of stuff is just getting thrown out there it, because because I'm a diseased person and I am, like, like not, not normal. I watched, like, hours of the Kennedy assassination live as it happened news broadcasts. And they talked about Lyndon Johnson because Lyndon Johnson was two cars behind Kennedy. So you had Kennedy, the Secret Service car, then the vice president's car, which nowadays would not fucking fly. You would yeah. not. <laughs> but anyways, there during those reports, there was reports that Lyndon Johnson had been shot in the arm, that he'd had a heart attack. There was like all kinds of stuff going on about him. And it was like, nope, he's fine. He's he's just good. And now the president. Perfectly and, untouched. Yeah. Perfectly untouched. And that's the thing is that. Like if 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 this shit if social media had existed now, back then people would be talking about how the real Lyndon Johnson died of a heart attack in that motorcade, and now we have a clone president. I mean, like that would have been the kind of shit that would have. Wait, been are you said. trying to tell me that that's not how that went down, Mike? Um, uh, I am, sorry. but I mean, I, but you I, you do make a compelling point. I think that it's very possible that you might have pointed out to this record where they incorrectly but correctly labeled Lyndon C. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. The game is afoot! Yes! And then in dramatic anime fashion, the window breaks behind me and I turn around and crouching in the window frame, like, Rorschach style is Lyndon Z. Johnson, the the final model. He's a hunter for the United States government. He's here to kill me because I know the truth. Yes! My god, LZJ, coming soon. Crush your all. We're doing this. Start the Kickstarter now. Boom. It's gonna be the greatest. It's gonna be the greatest anime ever. Okay, we're running long today, so we're gonna we're gonna have to eat into our precious mailbag time, unfortunately, because there's no way for us to avoid talking for at least a few minutes about Donald Trump. Uh, because Lord knows, I wish we could, but it seems like it would be reckless for us to do so. So, Mike, quickly fill us in on the the updates to the Donnie Trump's situations. Okay, so. On the on the weird stormy, and I say it's weird just because of the fact that we had seen so many lawsuits that were supposed to be the one that was going to bring our our orange boy down, and then out of nowhere the stormy Dan- like it's basically like this horse race, and suddenly the stormy Daniels hush money horse like soared into the lead, and people were like, "What the hell? Where did that? Where did that horse come from?" It was just like the Ultimate Warrior, like it, yeah, it was around for a while, and it was like really loud, and everybody knew about it, but then it got kind of old, and we thought that it went away, and then suddenly charging to the ring in our moment of need it's back and oh my god we're all surprisingly excited for some reason yeah so uh the the, basically the news there the the most recent like update from 
the testimony side of it was our boy, uh, I believe his first name is Larry, but it doesn't matter because his last name is Pecker, and that's all that anyone will ever remember. Uh, our boy, our boy Pecker, yeah, our boy Pecker testified before the grand jury, and that is uh, because he was the guy that kind of did the uh, capture and kill work for the for Trump when it came to. Uh, scandalous stories. The National Enquirer would buy the exclusive rights to the story and then bury it and not pu- and not publish it. And so if they were talking to him about this, that's obviously about more groundwork for what they knew about Stormy Daniels' affair with Trump and how it could have damaged his political career in 2016. After that, the new news is broken that apparently this uh, Manhattan grand jury is not planning to meet for a month which now has everyone very angry because this was a quote unquote, <laughs> uh, this was a quote unquote planned hiatus that they were going to be taking. So now everyone's throwing a fit and everyone's like, Oh, Trump's getting away with it again. And I knew we were never going to get any consequences and blah, blah, blah. So I have seen some people posting about how, if they want to go at Trump about witness tampering, they have like a hard deadline at the end of April for that statute of limitations. So, we shall see about that. But again, that's the weird New York uh, case that came out of nowhere that suddenly Trump was like, I'm being indicted tomorrow. What the fuck? That got this everyone all jeeped up. The federal grand jury, which is kind of the spicier meatball, because that's the one that's actually about the big boy crimes. Uh, they recently reported that Mike Pence has to testify before the grand jury, that he is not able to claim any sort of executive privilege or confidentiality, that much as the lawyers got nailed with the uh, crime fraud exemption and they have to testify, now Mike Pence is going to have to tell uh, the grand jury what Trump told him on the days before January 6th, which was basically, yo, um, Declare me still president. Let's let's do this. I do not wish to not be president anymore. Allow me to remain president. Because when the founding fathers crafted the Constitution and all that, they secretly made the vice president a, a position of infinite power that can decree how an election is decided by will. Yeah, Donald Trump pulled Mike Pence aside, which is like, look, man, we all know that the vice president really has all the power. And then Mike Pence was just like, wasn't Joe Biden vice president? And Donald Trump was like, shut up. <laughs> you shut your mouth, Mike. And now now we're getting reports that Pence uh, is saying he will testify and he's not he's going to stop trying to dodge uh, using illegal trickery or whatever and get out of testifying. So, uh, well, I mean, we'll see. Yeah so, yeah, so that will be, uh, I mean, because that's been something that they really wanted to get before the grand jury was exactly what the shit Trump was saying before the attack on the Capitol and before he begged Mike Pence to have the courage to do the right thing and all that happy horse shit that Trump said. So, and also I believe that there was a previous update where like Dan Scavino and Sean Spicer and a bunch of other people in Trump's inner circle we're also being told that they are going to have to testify before the grand jury, that they do not have executive privilege to dip out on this. Yeah. So, so while the Stormy Daniels thing appears to be losing steam, the federal case against Trump, which is, again, the real case against Trump, 
appears to be gathering momentum, which I know so many people don't want to hear. So many people just want it because, because unlike QAnon, who endlessly will try to kick the football <laughs> like forever, QAnon will always just stretch Charlie Brown, and they're always going to try to kick that football. We here on the left, and not in the blue anon sphere of the left, we 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 don't want to kick the football anymore. We we're looking at Lucy, and she's like, "Come on, come on," and we're like, "Nope, fuck you, Lucy." Not believing it. That well, the problem that is before you try to kick the football, first you have to put the biscuit in the basket. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's a multi-step yeah. process, and I don't have the time for it. No, 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 nor should you, nor should you. Why would you? So, yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things where I get it. People have been burned so many times by this kind of stuff, and there's – and, and there's there's real good reason for cynicism, and we've we here at the pod have had a believe it when I see it mentality when it comes to a Trump indictment. But all I will say is that if this kind of stuff was happening with one of QAnon's enemies, where like where like let's say that uh, Joe Biden was being forced to testify about crimes Barack Obama committed as president, and that and that Biden's vice presidential powers were not being allowed to be used and that Biden had to testify about Obama's crimes, QAnon would be out of their minds. They'd just be like, oh, it's happening. We got it. Truth Social would be nothing but memes of Obama in prison. But they love, even now they love, um, there's a, there's, because Obama did a video where he went to the prison Mandela was in. And there's, a, there's like photos of Obama in Mandela's prison cell. And they love just posting that a still photo of that with a hat with like soon or it's going to happen. Like they just love the idea of Obama in jail. And it's just like if, if they actually had, if they actually had like a grand jury working its way up the chain to get Obama, it'd be 24 seven nonstop about how that's ha- Durham is coming. Yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. And it's like, meanwhile, here you do have people who are hopeful, but you also have people like, yeah, fuck it. Jack Smith ain't going to do shit. He's a new Mueller. He's a new Avenatti. This, we, nothing will ever happen. Trump will get away with everything. And then you black pill it even further because once you get people nice and depressed, you, you go the extra mile to make them even angrier and more depressed. And you're like, and by the way, Trump's going to win in 2024. You just, you just give him the whole hog where it's like nothing can stop Trump. He'll never get indicted and he's going to be president again. And then you get all the good, like negative anger and all the people that want that kind of nihilism on your side. And that's how, that's how you get market share folks. Just glib nihilism is just boom, catnip on the internet. People love it so much. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, oh God, it's absolute. I mean, I, I promise you, there's so many like quote unquote leftists on Twitter who's gonna be like, man, no, we can do Biden's Biden's week, Merrick, Merrick Garland week. Trump's gonna win again. If you'd like more hot takes, donate to my Patreon, and I'll just tell you more negative shit to make you feel better than the normies who think that Biden's gonna win. <laughs> like they're they're all too busy live blogging the Gwyneth Paltrow trial and talking about how problematic all the parts of it are. <laughs> This is true. This is very that true. is happening. But we, so we can ignore them. We can ignore them while quote the whitest trial of all time happens. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, I believe that was Dan Amira. So shout out to Dan Amira. There we go. Uh, anyway, let's get to our tr- truncated mailbag for the week, shall we? 
Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Yeah, sucks, mean, sucks for you, nerds. We, we we ran long with quote unquote content. So yeah. <laughs> well, the mailbag's small anyways this week, so it works out great. No, it, it was huge, but we are only choosing to answer a few questions because we were running short on time. Oh, right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Our, our listeners are beating down our doors of questions, but but only a select few. Only the lucky few. Why wouldn't they want to know what we have to say about stuff? <laughs> we, we seem like we're generally pretty with it. Oh, yeah. We're the greatest. We, we uh, managed to put together a seamlessly perfect 90-minute podcast every week. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Pancake Peasant asks, if you were to start a cult, what would its tenants be, and what would be the requirements for joining? Do I get to choose the circumstances? Because I already have an answer locked for this one if I do. Yes, absolutely. You're, you're, you're totally under control. It's all your power. I feel like in a, the, so in a Book of Eli-style post-apocalypse where somehow, like, you know, the, the apocalypse causes people to also destroy all literature or whatever, that seems like the perfect breeding ground for a charismatic individual to turn Harry Potter into a proper cult. <laughs> you already have, like, a Christ-like figure and all that stuff. Unlike The Matrix, which also does a lot of that, it's, it's, a, it's a book series and not, not, a, not just a, a video thing. So in theory, you could have a version of it that survives. That survives. Maybe even in Braille. Spoiler alert for the book of Eli. <laughs> exactly. Maybe even with Mila Kunis. Spoiler warning for the book of Eli. <laughs> um, I think I'd go Fast and the Furious. So you just join the family, and <laughs> so everyone. <the> mafia? <laughs> no, that's family, and this. <laughs> Family. I mean, I get that there's a different inflection, but if you recall, the 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 Toretto crime family is just a crime family. They, they, they <laughs> what they do is crimes. Like they and everybody, um, all the men have to shave their head and wear um, a pretty generic cross necklace. And uh, I'm I'm pretty sure we're not supposed to call them wife beaters anymore. But a tank top. <laughs> yeah, but nobody knows the actual name for those. What is yeah. it? Like a sleeveless tank top or whatever? A sleeveless <laughs> male's tank top. <laughs> I saw you ripping up on that one, and I was just like, I also don't know what they call this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I bet we're not supposed to call them that anymore. It seems insensitive <laughs> on a number of levels. <laughs> Uh, they they have to wear the alcoholic standard uniform. Wait, that's still bad. Damn. (laughs) We're going to have to workshop what you call that thing now. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just settle on the uh, dress like a Polak. Am I right, guys? (laughs) Those people are white, so I can use that punchline. (laughs) Even if they're offended, it's hard to care too much. Because they're white. Anyway. uh, And they're dumb. Uh, all right, let's calm down. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be offensive. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Mike, uh, we we've uh, we've stolen from pop culture for our cults. How about you, buddy? Oh, the the cult of Shirley Manson. That's the the easiest, the most obvious thing for me in the world. And that's also the creepiest. Are you sure you don't want to? I mean, do you you want to center your cult around a woman? <laughs> that seems like pretty. <laughs> That seems like you're just asking for some trouble. Hey, I can make it the cult of garbage that gives me three men. It gives me three men and one woman. So now, now I'm now I'm I'm now twenty five. I'm only twenty five percent problematic. So that makes that much easier for me. 
Anyone else? We got to make concessions where we want to. Anyone else? I know you're a super fan, so anyone else? I'd be like, and name those three men. But I know you can name the members of Garbage, so it it doesn't work. What would you really? I would like to opposite of check you on that. I would like to give you so much credit for knowing that that you do not need to prove that you can. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the thing that would be so funny about that was that if he had said that, and uh, again, peek behind the curtain, Zell has said, "We can see me. We can see people. We we have we have webcams." It'd be so awesome. Just like massive flops, so it started pouring on my forehead, and I started <laughs> freaking out. And I'm like, "Oh, of course I could name them. No, we we don't have to worry about that." It'd be so great. Just like I just. <laughs> It's like Gilligan's Island, Shirley Manson, and the rest. Right, exactly, exactly. I'm usually perfect. It's just, <laughs> yeah, the, the, Shirley Manson and three guys, the men, the boys, whatever, whoever they are. No one ever knows them. I mean, there's a lot of outfits like that. See also Paramore. Yeah, oh, yeah. On, on that on that front, I could not name anyone but Haley Williams and Paramore. Absolutely not. No yeah, yeah, because you're a regular person. Right. <laughs> I can't even remember that short-lived group that Eminem was in with other people to say, yeah, no one knows the other members of blank. Was it uh, D12? Yep, it was D12. G- nice. Wow. What and, a uh, and, um, and, the, and the main reason why I remember that was A, because people were talking about how it was basically just Eminem trying to make good of all his friends who were like struggling back in the day. Yeah, it was and, Adam Sandlering it. Right. It was basically one of those things where it was like, hey, if like you... Uh, if one of us makes it, we'll all make it. And so they, he tried to pull them up and did as best he could, which was what he was. But also, I remember one of, quote unquote, the other guys in D12 actually had a lyric that, quote, you're, you're more garbage than Shirley Manson. That was an actually lyric from a D12 nice. song. So, all right, buddy. The cult thing was a joke. <laughs> yeah. We already gave you credit and not you checking done. you yeah. on garbage. <laughs> done. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Uh, Confidently Befuddled asks, what's the most nuts conspiracy theory you could come up with in two minutes? Uh, I mean, we've gone through so many on the show. Like, I like Titanic trutherism still gets me to this day. So coming up with something crazier than what's already... I, I'm just always baffled by the actual conspiracy theories that are out there. Um uh, I, I I don't know. My glib answer is like that America is a functioning country. Uh, <laughs> like, I yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> they're, I've I've they're they're already so crazy that coming up with something crazier than Hollow Earth run by lizard people is like it, it, it's very hard to do. Mine would be the difference in packaging between hot dog buns and hot dogs is not mm. a capitalist one. It is uh, th- there's like a, a different motive uh, behind it, uh, but the specifics of that motive are too sinister to get yeah. into here. Are dark. And, yeah, we, we, yeah, and it's, 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 I mean, I know we do a content warning at the top of the show, but it's like pretty fucked up stuff. So yeah, you, you just you were you don't you do not not want to know why there's eight hot dogs and six buns. You just don't want to know. Yeah, we have to say we have to say that for behind the paywall, so that way, like, mm-hmm, I'm off mm-hmm. the hook for being canceled or whatever. Yeah. Just say, would you find the, out what I know? It's at the top most most acceptable level of this 
the hot dog bun conspiracy theory, it starts with animal sacrifice, and that's where we it, it goes deeper from there. So, right, exactly. The the, no the, tr- the truth of it is so horrible that people are just like all, all too happy to assume that it's just purely capitalist. If you, <laughs> they're if like, you well, yeah, them. obviously they just want to make you buy one more of one than the other, and then you have to like, and then you, it's a cycle until you just decide you don't want either of them. Right, and then you have to throw out the two extra buns or whatever. Yes, or yeah. you cook two, or you cook two, cook two hot dogs sans bun. If you fold a five dollar bill in such a way, the truth is in there. Yeah, exactly. I love that shit. Uh, I would just come up with ants actually rule the world. Like it's one of those mm. things where people talk about that um, sort of toxin that cats give you that like makes you love the cat and stuff like that. It's oh, a, yeah, I believe uh, they call that pussy fever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't tell anybody you've got that though. No. They will get, that you, you 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 will get asked to leave the family reunion. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh it's one of those things cuz it's there was a guy who's um there's this Fungus, there's this worm that gets into praying mantises and then convinces the praying mantis to jump in water so that the worm can then leave the praying mantis and then populate itself in the water and then once again like throw its like larvae into the onto the land to get another praying mantis. And they would dip praying mantises in like jug cups of water, and 90% of them had a, wor- a worm jump out immediately after they did that. It was just like, Jesus Christ, this worm is everywhere. So it's just like that. It's just like started with ants, and eventually now their parasites are in us and they rule the world. So that would be sure. my that'd be my conspiracy. Uh, probably not, not as glib and not as weird, but hey, I, I had two minutes. You gave me two minutes, goddammit. Well, you went last, so you had six minutes. Oh right, and what you came up with was the Last of Us, but ants. I oh man, fuck! I should have. I should be more. Get get Paul Rudd on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, our 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 new questioner, who again is just chart emoji, person emoji, hourglass emoji, beer emoji. What if Q has actually been Dark Brandon secretly stringing along the Q nutters the whole time? Uh, the funny thing about that is that we actually did have some people like talking about how Biden is controlled by the Patriots and that maybe he'll be the one to make the tweet, my fellow Americans, the storm is upon us, because that was when Trump didn't have Twitter and couldn't make the tweet to signify the, that Ragnarok had been initiated. <laughs> so um, that would have been a very funny if, um, if, if we went that way with it. And the thing is, is that Biden makes a lot of sense in the sense that Biden's way more comparable to Kennedy than Trump is. Kennedy and Biden were are both Catholics. They're both Democrats. They both set records for age when it came to being elected president. And Trump was none of those things. Trump is basically a godless piece of shit who was a Republican and awful and bad. Hey, tr- Trump's favorite Bible passage is all of them. You know, it's just a great book. <laughs> yes. Trump's favorite Bible passage is upside down and backwards. All of these things. Oh, my God. And uh, karma shows up in the in the question in the mailbag and says, what do you know about the fake Punisher, Eric Kirk? Which the answer to that question when I read it last night was nothing. And then I went on this guy's YouTube channel and holy fuck, is it an alternate reality? He's the guy. Is that the, the actor from the uh, mid 2000s movie who played him and desperately wanted to be back as Punisher? 
Oh, no, is it Thomas Jane. I think you're thinking of Thomas Jane. No, I, I think yeah, you're thinking of someone else. This this is just a nut guy who. Oh. No, this is Dolph Lundgren. Star of the screen. Yes. Oh God. No, this guy basically his his quote unquote Punisher gimmick is the whole John Durham thing. This is a guy that just looks like John Durham and is basically role playing as though he was John Durham and about to arrest all the bad guys. And all the comments sections, there's you get him, Punisher. You got this. We're praying for you, Punisher. We know you're going to bring justice. And it's like I don't even know if these people are like larping along with him. Or if they think he's actually Durham in some weird alternate universe or something. It's so strange. It's the most detached from reality thing I've ever seen. And the guy isn't that popular. His YouTube videos have like 15,000 views or whatever, which is not dropping the bucket. But like the, the group of people he has that's following so, That's him. so many more views than we have listeners. Oh, yeah. it is. Absolutely. But I'm just saying it's like still like. It makes me want to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need to weirdly cosplay as Jack Smith or something. I don't know. And just have this, do this. Yeah. Like, like uh, I don't, none of us look like Jack Smith. Like one, one of us is going to have to do a Jack Smith, like tutorial, get the hair, the beard, right. And then we can pretend to be Jack Smith. And the other two of us can pretend to be his like top lieutenants on the prosecution team. That's going to bring down Trump. <laughs> and then we can be mildly YouTube famous by being like this week, we secretly uh, interviewed four more people before the ultra secret grand jury that no one knows about. And Trump's going down any day now. Hashtag blue and on hashtag Jack Smith's coming. Ba ba ba. Hashtag give us fucking money. Oh, it'd be great. Every week we should just announce what person that we don't like has been like secretly detained by the world. Good guy <laughs> police and has been replaced with a clone. So it's just like you, this you, the listener, yeah. the chosen few. You know the truth. It it it, it finally happened. The Hamburglar has been uh, has been put he into the secret prison. No, he's been put in containment and replaced oh, okay. with a clone. So that way, the world is none the wiser. But the the new Hamburglar is like he's a he's a white hat. I, I assure you, he's reformed. Like, yeah, he's one of the it, good ones. Yes, oh, absolutely. Reformed Hamburglar, who we actually can't merchandise off of because that's probably copyrighted, anyways. But it's it's in the it's in the ballpark. Oh, most he, certainly. Yeah, Ham uh, White Hattler. I don't know, and he's like not stealing burgers. He's like swatting away people trying to steal burgers. He's a good guy. More like the fucking rat burglar. Pop pop. <laughs> that is also a D twelve lyric. So I'm deeply invested in them. It's really sad. Yeah, we we love D12 here. Yes. In their album? Uh, yeah. Question mark. So it, it, it was self-titled. I mean, yeah. you're not going to get us with that one, buddy. <laughs> no, that wasn't a question. That was how many were there? It's just one, I bet. Oh, uh, several. They've got, you know, they, they just put out, they put out two, two a year while you're not watching, like, ludicrous. <laughs> that guy's so prolific. It's crazy. Yeah. And uh, so that brings us to the final question of the mailbag, which is, what are you guys looking forward to? Ah, uh, dude, I'm going to see D&D the movie on Sunday. It's just going to be oh, nice. I can't wait. It's getting positive reviews. Like, I just, it doesn't have to be, like, high art. It just has to be a fun time. And by all accounts, it is. So that is going to be pretty exciting. I have Sunday off. Maybe I'll go see it also. That'd be fun. Uh, and a, uh, a minor piggyback. 
Lou from Dimension 20 was on Jimmy Kimmel with Chris Pine for a D&D bit. I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen uh, people posting about it. And uh, I think Lou from uh, Dimension 20 is one of the best people on there. So yeah, uh, I, I really uh, I, I've I have a lot of love for all the people that were part of Fantasy High, just because that was the thing that got me into all of that stuff. Uh, I am I. You know what? I started with uh, 40k at the top, so uh, I'm looking forward to the fact that they announced 10th edition and of Warhammer 40k, and all the books I bought for 9th are completely irrelevant. They said so, uh, but. They said that when the new rules come out here in June, they are going to release all of them for free online. Uh, so I'm more happy about that. So they've kind of backed off their content thing that they were trying earlier with the whole uh, monetization scheme. I'm trying to be more more community friendly. Yeah, because like, so <laughs> the books for anyone that plays uh, Imperial Guard or the World Eaters, those just came out. So they are going to have a shelf life of six months or less. And uh, that doesn't feel great. <laughs> so <laughs> they they said, we're simplifying the rules. We're going to make it easier to play and easier to get in. And we've indexed the whole game. And all of the rules are going to be uh, online for free day one when 10th edition drops. So uh, it's been a weird journey because I started collecting before that, and who knows what's going to be good. Nuns with guns. I always want the nuns with guns to be good. They make me laugh. I enjoy them very much. The sisters are rad. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm mostly looking forward to just uh, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. My life is just dull and soulless and, and crushing. I'm actually looking forward to having actual um, – the NBA and NHL playoffs starting soon. So these games actually matter. We're like one of L's like favorite things to like roll his eyes at is that regular season sports ball and non-football things is interminable mm-hmm. and takes forever. And now thankfully that's ending very soon. And um, the, the Bruins have had a pretty good go of making the regular season worthwhile in that they are like in contention for breaking a bunch of records. Yes. The Bruins are absolutely raffle stomping everybody, which is, it's one of those things where you love having a team kick everybody's ass all year long, but then uh, as a Boston sports fan, you start getting Patriot perfect season flashbacks and you're just like, well, none of this really matters if they don't win the goddamn championship. And when it comes to winning the championship, the Bruins have a very checkered track record of Mm. getting that done exactly (laughs) once in my lifetime and losing in my lifetime, the Bruins have lost four Stanley Cup finals and have prevailed in one Stanley Cup final. So it's like it's, it's like uh, it's like us thinking about the Trump indictment. I'm watching the Bruins holding down the football. They're telling me to kick it. I'm just like, the Bruins, oh, I don't trust you. I don't know uh, what any of that has to do with the Patriots' successful perfect season that one year. So oh, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the ref's called holding on holding on the Giants. Fucking piece of, yes. Fucking fuckers. But uh, yeah. So yeah, so rooting for the Bruins to actually pull this off and win the whole goddamn thing. Uh, Rooting for the Celtics to turn their shit around because for the first half of the year, everyone's like, oh my God, the Celtics, unstoppable. The title is theirs. And the last like 
two months of the season have been Celtics, second round playoff exit, question mark. Not looking so hot anymore. Should they fire their coach immediately? It's been uh, it's been a bit of a turnaround since the All-Star break for the boys in green. So uh, uh, here's the hoping they can get their shit together. I think it's pretty funny. They're introducing the pitch clock to baseball this year in an attempt to speed things up. And I think that's going to be hilarious. I cannot wait to see the first pitcher get penalized for the pitch clock. Uh, and batters can get penalized also because if you're not in the batter's box by a certain time, you get an automatic strike called against you. And if you think that fucking major league umpires who already have the biggest egos in the world and think the game is all and think the game is all about fucking them, oh my god! Like that, 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 that absolute unit who ejected that guy for dropping that ball or for like turning no, his glove away, which no, him give him the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck out of here, buddy. Yeah. And and the guy was like, I thought you threw the ball back because you didn't you didn't put the ball in my glove. The guy was like, Yo, I can't see you. Uh, yes, I'm wearing a catcher's <laughs> mask, Doc. You're behind me, and I'm wearing a catcher's mask. And I thought you threw the ball to the pitcher, so I turned my glove over, and you threw me out for showing you up? Question mark. Oh my god. It was yeah, a, no. it, 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 there, there wasn't a decision, like, before the ball even hit the fucking ground, that guy was pumping his fist. He's like, Get the get, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's like I, I can't imagine giving a guy like that more power and not having him abuse it. That guy oh went my. home and, and made love to his partner. It was the best love making ever. He was just oh. like he was in fuego. He was so oh. passionate and furious. Oh god, there was uh, this was a, this was at the college level, I believe, but there was a college uh, baseball game where there was a close call on a strike. And the batter was very upset about the call going against him. And then the next pitch was a mile out of the zone, and the umpire just rung him up. The umpire was like, fuck you, buddy, strike three. And it was the game-ending strike. The ump ended the game just calling a ball a strike to show a kid up. He was was fired. Yeah. Well, I heard he got suspended. I'm glad to hear that he got fired. But, yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's just like, oh, man, they're... It's it's really funny how people get these jobs and then they just power trip. They're just absolutely like, oh, man, I'm the ump. Boom. I'm throwing people out of games. I'm calling balls strikes. I don't give a fuck. I'm unaccountable. And it's like, you've been fired. Ah, fuck. Damn accountability. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I am. I am looking forward to ump, ump, ump ball. It's going to be great. Hashtag robot umps now. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, finally. Uh, I think that we want robots to take the, the, the job of, you know what I mean? It's about damn yes. time. Yes. And on that note, it is time for us to climb into the Oscar Wiener Mobile and triumphantly drive our Wiener Mobile out of Hell World <laughs> for the week. Wiener. Uh, thank you so much for supporting the show with your delicious earhole listens. If you'd like to continue to support the show for free, you can do so by leaving us a five star review or telling a friend. If you have money and you want to give it to us, we will greedily take it. And you can do that by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash poker politics. Anyone who donates five dollars and above gets access to all of our bonus content, including all of our series on Q related pop media, uh, such as Kabbalah and what we do out of shadows and Mule's Air. Uh, so if you want to be part of that, you can become a beautiful or baby at patreon.com slash poker politics. If you have money, and you don't want to give it to three dickheads who talk about piss and wieners and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> you could, uh, do some good with it by donating it to love one, four, six.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation 
all that stuff is in quotation marks. And doesn't it sound good? Sounds fucking good to us. So if you want to do some good with it, you can visit them and check them out. Thanks as always to DJ Minimal Effort for the use of our intro song. Still no social media for DJ Minimal Effort. What a unit. Uh, but our buddy Frosty, you can find on Twitter at FrostyVO. Frosty does all of our voiceover work when we need uh, masculine sounding voice for stuff, including the voice of Q. You can find the show on Twitter at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. Myself at HellworldL. Hellworld spelled the same way, of course. Sarge at Sergeant Hell and Mike Reigns is, of course, at Poker Politics. So for another successful episode of the Adventures of Hellworld podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L. Joined us finally again. Jeez, what a guy by Sarge and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots!